Well, Clarence Gaines, uh, since we talked, Horace Grant was not happy with the documentary, um, and he was not happy for a lot of reasons. And he, I guess one of the things, I don't know anybody who's ever been proud to say they were a snitch. And when you're accused of being one, it doesn't go over well with the person in question. And uh, Horace Grant returned fire on Michael Jordan and certainly the documentary. Well, uh, Horace has uh, always returned fire on Michael. Um, let's first deal with, I'll just deal with an incident that everybody remembers in the, uh, I don't even know if they delve deeply into it in the uh, documentary, but when we went to the White House the first time, you know, MJ didn't go. And after MJ didn't go, when we got back to Chicago, um, because it's like right before training camp, Horace spoke out about MJ not going, which really wasn't cool at the time. But there's always been this simmering jealousy uh, between Har- not between, but with Horace, with MJ. Um, and uh, I was not surprised to to read Horace's comments because I read the same thing you did yesterday and, and got a little bit of a cackle out of it. And I can understand where Horace is coming from in terms of Michael saying uh, he was a snitch and wanted to counteract that. But then I think I thought Sam, um, Sam Smith in the documentary did a great job of dispelling that. Phil Jackson has dispelled that. And, and 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 I did too in my earlier podcast and just talking about Sam being embedded within our team's culture. And back then in those days, the reporters would travel uh, with the team and uh, uh, Sam was, got to know all the coaches, had a, had a great relationship with Ryan Phillips. And, and earlier I said that the deep throat wasn't just one person. It was a whole host of people. And that's just a man who was very observant doing his job. But, uh, you know, I can th- understand where Harson is coming from and, and, and casting out that the, the so-called documentary doesn't really tell the complete and the whole story. You know, we all have our truths and, uh, you know, ours has this truth. And the only thing I can tell you about G-Man, I got a kind of a, a funny story uh, about Horace, and and, and, I'll, and I'll get to it. But for me, Horace was an integral part of our first three-peat. And I've said many times to people that I think he's one of the most underrated, defensive power forwards in the game. And he brought so much to the table. Uh, different player than Dennis Rodman by far but to me equally as effective in filling out the unit and doing the dirty work that power forwards do and to see how Harris's evolution as a player, uh, not only in terms of his game evolving, Harris was a deadly shooter. That's one thing he gave you over Dennis in terms of his ability to knock down the 15 to 17 foot jump shot. He would come up with key and critical rebounds, uh, as versatile as uh, Dennis, uh, uh, as a defender, but Harris also evolved his body in terms of evolution of his body through hard work. Uh, he was one guy who really took, um, even before uh, the, the commitment, the recommitment by everyone after the, the series where we lost it into Detroit Pistons, and working with Albert Mill to reshape uh, his body. Um, and I think a lot of you listeners might not know that Horace has a twin brother, Horace and Harvey Grant. Both of them. Who, whose son is also well. playing in the NBA now? Yes, two sons actually <laughs> playing in the in the NBA. Um, but uh, 
by the middle point of their career, their bodies were greatly different. Now, Horace was really tight with Johnny Buck. That was Johnny Box boy, and they loved each other. And, and Horace kind of fed off of JB. And there's a they, there's a remember that when uh, Dennis Rodney comes back from uh, Las Vegas, and uh, uh, Phil has the team on this thing called the Indian File Drill, right? And Den- Dennis just ran away from everybody. Well, the way this drill works for people who who don't know, and, and if you're smart about it, everybody works in unison because. The first, the last person has to get to the front of the line, and that's done by a whistle. And so the coach blows the whistle, and if everybody stays tight, then they have less distance to go. So when you have a Dennis Rodman that speeds up and goes far away, then everybody's got to run to catch him, so to make it easy for the last person to get ahead of Dennis and slow the group down. Well, there was one time, and I call it the, I call it that drill, actually, when we would run it after Horace left Orlando. I, I call it the Horace Grant drill. And because we were running it one time, and JB was on the whistle blowing it, and Horace got tired of it and just clipped and walked away. You know, he said, I'm not doing this anymore. So, so Harris had that kind of petulant uh, uh, side to him, but deep down, he's another guy that you go to battle with. But I can see how uh, uh, some of Jordan's teammates uh, will obviously think this is a Jordan-centric documentary, and uh, and that uh, some of them are not highlighted as they should be, uh, but. Uh, and, you know, if you really dig deep and look at the series in one continuum from A to Z, from one to 10, and not a little segment that came out, uh, you will see the balance in terms of people counteracting what Jordan said about Harz. Or, and I've heard that Scottie Pippen, who hasn't publicly said anything yet, but there have been intermediaries and people who have reported that he's not necessarily uh, uh, that uh, happy about how he's been depicted as well. But when you look at the totality of the series and how Scotty comes about and the things I've said in previous broadcasts, uh, you know, I think when he really honestly observes it, you know, it's fact, right, that he didn't uh, get off the bench and go out there for that last shot. It's a fact that he had a migraine headache uh, that was really caused by him getting pounced on the head in the game before that uh, final game in Detroit in the, the 1990 series. And so, you know, we all can be a little bit sensitive, but you look at the totality of things. I think uh, time will to heal and give them perspective uh, if they really honestly evaluate the series. Final question for you. Uh, <clears throat> was there one particular instance where the, Michael Horace Grant relationship went in a different direction because uh, obviously they harbored some ill will. Was there anything in particular that created it? Uh, in Horace's case, it's probably just feeling unappreciated in, in his mind and not wanting to be called the Jordan Airs. You know, he's he, he's growing into this player who comes on the team and what they came in 1987, both Horace and Scotty. And, 
that's when Michael was really just, he'd already ascended to a pretty good level, but he hadn't yet totally become MJ, but they had to deal with that aura and that fascination. And, uh, you know, obviously one of the reasons that Horace probably left the Bulls deals with wanting to step out of MJ's shadow. Uh, I famously, when we were going through those negotiations, and that would have been after the, the 1993-94 season, that, that great season uh, where we won 55 ball, 55 or 57 ball games with uh, out MJ, and Horace played a pivotal role. Uh, and Orlando said, you know, this is a guy we should target with Shaq. He saw Penny down there. He says, oh, well, this is the time for me to, to just step away. And the fact that, as I remember, Jerry Reinsdorf comes out and says, we have ceased all negotiations with Hart. And I, as I remember that series of negotiations is that uh, they, they thought they might have had a deal and then they reneged on the deal and Jerry felt that there was honor lacking in in respect to um, the commitment that they said they were going to make that didn't make. And then he says, okay, then just go ahead and we'll make do from there. And that was a really key loss. We didn't really want to lose Horace. If we had Horace, we wouldn't have done it. To be quite blunt with you, he would have served us extremely well for the second run. But uh, those series of events led to uh, a whole different uh, um, atmosphere in terms of the team when we were forced to find somebody who could do the things that Horace Grant did for us at the power forward spot. And we just happened to find our Hiyoka, uh, Dennis Rodman, sitting out there who had burned his bridges with San Antonio and who really came at a cheap price. And that would be Will Purdue. Uh, you know, the fact that uh, you could trade a Will Purdue for a, a Dennis Rodman, uh, you know, Will obviously could never have that kind of effect and impact on a, a team winning the championships. And it worked out. So, and the rest is history. And the dynasty that is shot Chicago Bulls was, was made uh, uh, through a series of. Uh, transactions and um, uh, frustrations, uh, human uh, interactions that sometimes go awry, but uh, there's an aspect of life that we all know. It's a little bit messy, uh, as as history can be, but in in the end, it it worked out. And uh, what a glorious run, a glorious reign, and that we've all been able to uh, celebrate uh, this team during this time, during this pandemic, this harkens back to a time that uh, I think brings a lot of joy. Munganass St. Louis Acura would like to extend a huge thank you to our healthcare workers and first responders by offering them several service specials, including a free interior detail cleaning. You can call them today to make your appointment and let them help you while you are helping our community. Find them online at stlouisacura.com or give them a call 314 822 2872 for Munganass St. Louis Acura. 
We love talking to the president and chairman of Ameren, Illinois. He is Richard Mark. Emergency Operations Center acts as kind of a central command center, and everything is dictated from there. They tell the crews that are out in the field where to go, where the main breakers are to go to to de-energize the line, and then they verify that that line is closed, and they're able to tell five, six, seven hundred people that are working out in the field exactly where to go to make the proper repairs to get our system back on in a storm situation.